Chanukah is an interesting day, or days. And the Rambam usually summarizes the mitzvot and the halachot in very short words. Rambam has two prakim on Chanukah. And he starts off with one, one message, and he ends off with another message. Two messages that are contradicting. What are they? In the beginning, Rambam says, the message of Hanukkah is a message of war. Am Israel went to war for their right to keep the Torah. That is the message of Hanukkah. Then, the Rambam ends the Ilkhot Hanukkah with a message of peace. Pay attention. The Rambam says like this. Bebayit Sheni. Shemalchu Yavan Gazru Gzerot Al Israel Uvitlu Datam. In Baicheni, the Greeks, the Evanim, made a lot of decrees to be mevatel the religion, our religion. Veloi Nichutam Lasok Batorah Uva Mitzvot. They did not allow Am Israel to keep Torah and Mitzvot. Upashtu Yadam Bemamonam Uvivnotem. They took their assets, they took their daughters, they violated their daughters. They came into Bet Mikdash and they violated the Bet Mikdash. Am Israel were oppressed very much. Until Hashem felt and he brought Rachamim to Am Israel. And he saved them from the Greeks. That's what happens. Am Israel went to a war, and they were able to get back the Echal, the Bet Hamikdash, and to get their peace back. In the end of Hanukkah, the Halachot of Hanukkah, the Rambam says a different message, not a message of war. Over here we see a message of war. In the end, we see a message of peace. What's the message? Vaya. A person that only has one candle, either candle for Shabbat or candle for Hanukkah. That's it, one candle. What should he light? It's Shabbat Hanukkah. Should he light the candle for Hanukkah or should he light the candle for Shabbat? What are you saying? I what? Ayalefanab ner beto vener Hanukkah ner beto kodem. Why? Why is ner beto kodem? Do you know? Mishum Shlom Beito, because of Shlom Bait. Ner Beito, Ner Shabbat is called Ner Beito. Mishum Shlom Bait, so that a person should not bump into the wall, it's in Vavanim, bump into things, this guy starting to fight, this, that. Shlom Beito Adib. Sharei Hashem nimchak la'asot shalom benish le'ishto. HaKadosh who says, you erase my name in order to keep peace between a husband and his wife. That's it. Message of Hanukkah ends up the Rambam and says it's peace. It's a message of peace. And I'm asking, what's going on over here? What's the message of Hanukkah? I want to take something home and teach my kids. I want to teach my Keilah. Is it a message of peace or a message of war? Should we go to a war? That's what Hanukkah is all about. Or having shalom, gadola shalom. You know what the Rambam says over here? It's very simple. The Rambam says over here that in order to have peace, sometimes you have to go to a war. Peace, we feel, we as Jewish people feel, that we like a peaceful life. 
We like that nobody bothers us, live and let live, all should be good, we don't bother anybody, nobody bothers us, we don't like, uh, we don't like fights, we don't like all kind of arguments, leave us alone, let us do our thing. But sometimes, and that's what Hanukkah is about, sometimes you have to understand that in order to have peace, you have to go to a war. And we know that history is full of that. And that's what the Rambam says, simple. By Chani, there was a time that we had no choice but to put on. And after we put on, we able to win our enemies, and we got a severity, sever, the peace back. We got, we were able to keep uh, the Torah, the mitzvot, only after we went to a, to a war. Now, take a look at the Lashon of the Rambam. It's very interesting. The Rambam says, like this, that when they went, when the, when the Greeks came to oppress Am Israel, what did they do? The Rambam says, first thing they did, they took their assets. Second thing they did, they violated their daughters. And the third thing is, they conquered the Beit HaMikdash, and they metameh the Beit HaMikdash, they, they, uh, they, they, they took everything, and they broke everything, and everything was, was, uh, open, openings in the Beit HaMikdash, to be able, every, anybody could come in, and one might ask the question, one minute, the order over here is not correct. What's more important? What's more important? Is it more important it should be first that Pashtu Yadam Bemamonam Obebnotem. What's more important? What's, what is more uh, oppressing over here? Obviously, the fact that they took the daughters and violated them is worse than the Mamon. Why is it that the Rambam first puts the Mamon and then the Bnotem? And thirdly, the Echal, they went into the Bet HaMikdash. That's the worst of all. We know from how we treat Tisha B'Av so severe. It's, so, it's such a, a strict day. It's such a day of Avelut. So if you have to put things in order, you have to put things exactly the opposite from the Rambam, the way the Rambam writes over here. First, Parzu Lechal. That's the worst thing. Secondly, Bnotem. Bnotem is worse than your assets, your, your, your money, your finance. And then the Mamun. What's the order over here in the Rambam? Now listen to this. This is a Yesod. And you have to understand that the order over here in the Rambam is meduyak, it's precise, it's exactly the way it should be. Why? Because you have to understand that the way that a person could keep his freedom is only when he has strength. And money, says the Rambam, is strength. If you don't have money, the next thing you don't have is peace. So therefore, the Yevanim was smart. First, they took the assets away from the Jews. Once you take away the assets, once the Jews don't have money, they become weak, then they can go into Bnotem, and after that it's easy already to get to the Echal and to Beta Mikdash. That's exactly the order. If you take a look in history, take a look in history, that's the way it's always been. For example, in Germany, 1933, the very first thing that the Nazis did when they came up to power was to try to close assets of Jews. First, it was voluntarily, they asked Jews to give them exact count of what they have. In 1938, before the war started, the year before the war started, they started taking possessions of all Jewish assets. Jews, they had no more money left. 
They didn't allow them to have businesses. All businesses of Jews were closed down. First it was, we signed, this is a Jewish business, do not shop here. And second, they closed out shops and they didn't allow them to have any any uh, uh, job opportunities. Any place that they wanted to work was closed in front of the Jews. Once you keep them financially weak, it's easy afterwards to do everything else you want to the Jews. And that was the second... That was the first steps of the Germans. And this is, by the way, Lavdil, Elif al is what our dear president is doing to the evil people in Iran and others, that he wants to take care of them. How do you take care of them? So some people would go to fight a war. Some people, like Obama, would leave them alone and hope things would resolve by themselves. All different ways. But our president is a smart, smart man. And he understands that the way you treat such people, you want to defeat them, the very first thing is, you close up, it's called dry the pool. What happens when you dry the pool? You need to get to the fish, and you need to start putting your your thing to fish, uh, to, to get the fish every day. You go fishing, you get two fish, three fish. You want to get everything at once? Dry the pool. Close. Make sure that all the water is out, and all the fish are there. Are dead and there to take. And that is what the president does. And Lavdil, well, that's what the Greeks tried to do. From here we learn a message. I want to explain to you. We live in a hard time. There's no question we live in a hard time. Am Israel are being assaulted. Am Israel are being targeted. Now even in America, unfortunately. But we have to understand that Hanukkah is a message that we shouldn't be frightened. Because as long as Am Israel are frightened, they're going to keep on doing it, and they're going to do it even more and more. The nature of an oppressor is that he becomes more oppressor as he sees the victim afraid. That's the way it is. Look at Chamberlain. Would he, would he have more examples than him? He was, he was an appeaser to the Germans, to Hitler, and he gave them Czechoslovakia. And the next thing that happened, Hitler, if they signed treaties and everything, he went to conquer Poland and, and, and Chamberlain, which was the prime minister of the UK had no choice and he had to go to a war when it was already too late and the defeat came. And the only way to be able to defeat the Germans was through a war. And we had Baruch Hashem that uh, the Americans went to war with the Allies and were able to defeat the Germans. The message of Hanukkah is, Hashem was merachem on Am Israel. But how did that happen? How did that happen? They went to a war. How many people went to a war? Thirteen people, says Rashi. Thirteen people against the Greek Empire. Tens of, hundreds of thousands of people. There were thirteen courage men that said, enough is enough. And we need to understand, nobody needs to go to a war. But, first of all, the message of Hanukkah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We, we open the news every time there's an attack. Fear in Muncie. Fear in the Jewish community. What's the message? The message to the people that hate us is that there's fear and go attack again. Because it's this fear. Fears only attracts more, more assault. That's what it is. We're not afraid. We're not afraid. That's the very first thing. Secondly, we have to do what we need to do. First, take precaution. 
Doesn't mean that you're afraid. Close the door. Put locks on the on the shoes. Don't leave it open. Don't leave the, the schools open. Lock them up. But secondly, you have to do what you have to do. Legally, legally, within the legal system, those that have the power to stop that, to go and, and, and make sure that they get to the bottom of who's causing those people, they all come from the same sect. They all come from the same people. Who, who, who take, who ignites them? Who's the one that hits them up? Who is that? There's some groups that hit them up to go and attack. And we need to get to that, to the bottom of it. Now, I'm sure the FBI and the police are doing a great job. But we can let go. Those that have the power, those within our community that have the power to oversee that they're doing the correct job, they need to do it. It's not going to help and it's not going to stop if in the news you always see Jews are frightened to walk in the street. Jews in, in, in Muncie and in New Jersey are in fear. That doesn't help at all. That only sends a message to the next person, to the next oppressor, go and make another attack. That's all it is. And we know that throughout history. We know that from the last 10 years in Israel that until the government put their foot down, they made a wall and they made all necessary things. And every time they, they, they take things to their hand and they defeat the enemies, nothing, it's, if, if you just let it go, there used to be a prime minister in Israel that used to call it that quiet is fear, quiet is strength. Keeping quiet is strength. Letting, letting the enemies get away with it, it's strength. You keep quiet, it's also strength. But that's what didn't work. Such thing, such system, such understanding did not work. Over here in Hanukkah says the Rambam, Tsar lehem leisrael meod mipenehem. Velachatum lachans gadol hachirichem alehem elokeh avotenu. When Hashem said it's the okay, what happened? They went to do what they need to do. Oshiami adam, etzilam, gavuv nechashmonayim akoanim agdolim. Now I heard rabbis that have a different understanding of how to approach what happens lately. And what is that? Each one gives you an understanding why things are happening. They'll give you a, a, a spiritual understanding. Because of this sin, these things are happening. And they'll, they'll name you the sins that Am Israel are involved with, certain people, and because of those sins, those terrible things are happening. Now, I don't know. Nevoah I have no idea. We don't have the power to understand why Hashem does things. If you had maybe a Dolador like Rafaim Kanievsky, and he would tell you, this is the reason, okay? He said, Rafaim Kanievsky, uh, so we all afar leraglav. But he doesn't say. He doesn't say. He's, there's, 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 there's maybe a handful of people in the world that could say, what's the reason that things are happening? And they're not saying. If they're not saying, who gives the right to every rabbi to come up and say, what the perp- what's the reason of things that are happening? We don't know. We don't know. We need to fix our ways in every possible way. We try to fix our way in every possible way and hope that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be merachem on us just like he was merachem in the time of the Hashemunim. But we do need to know that the Torah way is not to show fear. And fear doesn't help. And we do need to know that we have to do Ishtadlut and we do have that power. And as long as we have the power People are not going to be able to hurt us. And Baruch Hashem, that we have such a president that just two weeks ago made a new 
resolution against anti-Semitism. He called Jews not only a religion, but also a, 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 it's a nation, it's an ethnicity, which means if you speak about Jews, you'll be, uh, you'll be, you, you, it, now it's a, it's, it's a crime. It's offensive crime. And with that, real anti-Semitism was taken out, like BDS, like many other white supremacism that, um, that, that started arising and closed them up. They can't be on YouTube anymore and can't be here and can't be there. And it closed those things up. But you can't let that, let go of the peril. You have to keep on going and do whatever you can. So that's a message to anybody, anybody that has an ability within the government, within the, the, any, any hand in it that he could see and the police department, whatever. Again, I'm saying that I'm sure they're doing a great job, but it's not the same when you oversee what people are doing. We all know that if you have a teacher that's doing a great job, you have a rabbi that's doing a great job and he's teaching your kids and it's beautiful the way he teaches. It wouldn't be the same if you go once a week, once every two weeks, once every three weeks and speak to him. How's my kid doing? He sees that you're on top of him. When the father's there, when the mother's there, the rabbi performs differently. The, the teacher performs differently. We all know that. And it's, 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 we also behave that way. When you have somebody on top of you, you try to produce more over here. Per people need to understand that that's what we need to do. That is what Hanukkah is all about. We're wrapping up Hanukkah, but we need to understand we are not people that are afraid. We are not people that are scared. Jewish people who never been such as Azim Sheba Umot. You come to attack us, we'll make sure that you'll be persecuted, and we make sure that it's going to happen as soon as possible. And we need to do everything in our powers. And this is the message of Hanukkah. When you show power, you get peace. That's what the Rambam says. That's beginning and end. In the beginning, you have to show. If you let them defeat you, it's going to keep on going. If you show that we're not standing to it, Gadol Shalom, the Rambam says, or we'll be peaceful. Shekol HaTorah nitna lasot shalom ba'olam shenemar darcheha darche noam v'chol netivoteha shalom. Oh.